What is up, folks? And welcome back. I want to say uh, thank you for all of the feedback on episodes one, two, and three. Thank you for sharing your story. And thank you for the, the many of questions that I receive throughout the last several months. I was thinking about something before I sat down to record this because today I want to talk about a couple of things. Um, as usual, I'm going to try to make this between 35 40 minutes. But really, it all depends. You're probably going to hear the dryer in the background, and you're probably going to hear hashtag Johnny Cade somewhere back there doing his barking while I rock this out. You know, I told myself I wanted to do this every month. So what you can do as you listen, ask yourself professionally, physically, personally, what has changed from last month to now? And if the answer is nothing, then you've got to start doing something because nothing changes if nothing changes. And you can use this podcast as a guide, right? You can tell yourself, wow, since episode three, I'm still stressing over the same things. I'm in the same toxic relationships. Physically, I'm in the same state that I was personally, professionally. I don't like my job, but I'm still there. Start making some of those small efforts to change your situation because you can. With that being said, I got two things to kind of go over today. One are the holidays. <laughs> we all know how stressful the holidays can be. And it doesn't matter if you've lost someone, it doesn't matter if you're a first responder. It doesn't matter what profession you have, if you're a stay-at-home dad, a stay-at-home mom, the holidays are tough. There's also something out there in the DSM-4, if you're not sure what that is, check it out. It's a wonderful read. (laughs) Seasonal Affective Disorder. It's real. And I've talked about it a little bit on videos on my Instagram lately, it affects, they say, 5% of adult population. Who knows? I mean, who really knows if that's right? I don't know. Affecting one person is enough. You know, they say that between September and November, the symptoms begin. Between December and February, they worsen. And sometime around the spring, when the sun is out more, you start to feel better. So let's take a look at this from the HELP acronym. And that's what I want you to do when we're talking about this stuff on this podcast. Man, we all know that there's mental health setbacks. We know that there's a mental health issue in our community. I'm tired of hearing that. I like to hear, what are we going to do about it? We can all hear the stories. We can all see the loud videos and all the explosions and the firefighting stories, the war stories. I get it. Everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own way of telling their story. 
but what are we going to do about it? That's what the HELP acronym is for, the Health, Educate, Launch, and People. So every time we have a podcast together, let's look at it if we're diagnosing something from the MS, M4, that book, one of these mental health disorders, setbacks, whatever you want to call it. We approach it from that standpoint. I was shocked at the people who reached out to me saying that, man, I think I suffer from either depression or situational, I'm sorry, or seasonal affective disorder. Think about situational awareness. I got lots of things going on in my mind. <laughs> you know, so let's think about the seasonal affective disorder from the education standpoint of the HELP acronym. So, what have I said from the get-go? If you think you're suffering from something, you have used the health part of the acronym. Now you're into the E, the educate. What are some of your symptoms? What might it be? You know, what you'll experience, and again, I don't have many notes here, unfortunately, in front of me. You're going to experience fatigue, depression, hopelessness. We talk about it all the time, social withdrawal, irritability, anger, social isolation. Uh, A lack of concentration is a huge one. Weight gain is a huge one. Sleep issues, anxiety, overeating, craving carbs. And also just a feeling of just blah. And one of the more scary symptoms that I've heard reported to Operation Yellow Tape during some of my research is the thought of not wanting to live anymore. So, you sit back and you tell yourself, I'm feeling some of these things. You go to a doctor and the first thing they're gonna wanna do is throw you in a bunch of medications. They're gonna call you depressed. It's exactly the same thing that happens when your testosterone's low. When you walk in there and you have low T, but you've never checked your T before, your tea is in the tank, you're working out like crazy, you're still having weight gain, you're still feeling sluggish. All of these symptoms all mirror the same thing. A depression diagnosis, right? So before you do that, take yourself into the launch part of the HELP acronym. Take yourself into the launch part. Those of you that know me, What is the launch part? You're already saying it to yourself right now. The launch part is you doing something about it. Not just sitting there, not just spinning, not just saying the same things over and over to yourself and over and over to your friends and and in silence and in your own head, but doing something about it. So if you think about launching yourself into a direction when it comes to suffering from seasonal affective disorder, What do they say? With almost everything that we talk about with mental health, try to stay active. Try your best to keep your body moving. Stay active. Some other things, some small wins each day. Getting yourself off to a strong start each day. Accomplishing a win. Keeping yourself on a schedule. 
It's very important. Any of you who know me, I am very, very routine. I like my routine. Some folks don't like routine, and that's great. Whatever works for you, works for you. I need and love a routine. Go for walks. Get some fresh air. Our brains, our mental health, wants blues and greens and water and seawater, fresh water, being outside, trees, leaves, grass. As long as you aren't allergic to all those things. Thank goodness I'm not. You know, avoid too much alcohol. Hopefully you're not taking drugs. Create a buddy system. If you're dealing with seasonal affective disorder, call somebody. And you know what? Just this past week, I've had several people text me and call me and say, Hey man, I'm struggling. And I think I'm struggling with this and this and that. Create yourself a buddy system. Set boundaries on how you want to spend your time. I wish I had more notes in front of me on some of the resources that I, I pulled, but boundaries are so important on how you want to spend your time. Get more sleep. Yeah, Kenny, that's real easy. No, it's really not. It's difficult. I've had sleep issues my entire first responder life. Um, folks who aren't first responders tell me they have sleep issues. It's not easy. However, exercising, pushing yourself to those limits physically will help you. Putting your phone away around 8 p.m., getting that blue light out of your face, not laying in the bed, scrolling. Go to bed. Get in bed and go to bed. You know, there's light therapy out there. Don't know really how that works with insurance and your doctor, but there is light therapy. However, the best light therapy you can do when you can, spend some time outside. If you're in a cubicle, like some people are who listen to this podcast, move your desk near the window. Move your chair near the window. And every time one of those folks get up to go smoke a cigarette, take yourself outside for some fresh air. Hey, why not? Those folks get, what, 10, 12, 10-minute breaks a day? Every time you see your coworker get up to go get a smoke break, Go get yourself a mental health break. Take a lap of the building. Take the stairs. Go outside. Sit in the sun for two or three minutes, five minutes, and come back in. Then, if all that isn't working, don't just throw in the towel. Don't just quit. Then seek some professional help. Call a counselor. Go see a therapist. You can't sit there and spin like that. Seasonal affective disorder is real. It's real. And it affects so many people. I know they say that 5% thing. Who knows if that's even accurate or not? What difference does it make? So, to me, the holidays and seasonal affective disorder run shoulder to shoulder, man. Shoulder to shoulder. Because the holidays are in that time frame, right? Between September and November and December and February when all the holidays hit. 
So now you're stuck in that SAD. And now here comes Thanksgiving. Here comes Christmas Eve. Here comes Christmas Day. Here comes New Year's Eve. Here comes New Year's Day. Here comes the holidays. So let's talk about that a little bit. When I was struggling my most, is that a correct sentence? When I was struggling my most? I don't know. When I was struggling the hardest, the holidays were definitely difficult for me. Like like anybody knows, uh, the holidays can be financially stressful. Um, people are dealing with, with grief and with loss. You're trying your best to please everybody. You want to get a gift for everybody. Um, you're trying your best to strive for perfection when man, ladies and gentlemen, you can't do that. Get away from that. Leave that in the past. There is no perfection when it comes to the holidays. We've got folks who are going through divorces and separations. They're not having their kids this this Christmas. You know, not every separated family lives in the same county or, or even the state. So I know men who, and women who tell me they're not even seeing their children this Christmas. It's not their year to have them. That's tough, man. That's tough. You know, not being with your family. Tough. Aging family members during the holidays. People get in their own heads and they're like, this could be the last Christmas. Well, guess what? It's not the last Christmas yet. It's not the last New Year's yet. Not the last Thanksgiving yet. Don't get ahead. Keep perspective and stay in the now. And believe me, I'm there. With my family, I'm starting to think, could this be some of the last holidays for some folks in my family? You don't want to be there because you have no idea. Most of the people who I've lost in my life unexpectedly were under the age of 40. Under the age of 45. So, it could be any of our last Thanksgivings. Stay in the moment. Another issue that I had during the holidays when I was struggling in silence the most I feel is I never felt like I was enough or I was giving enough I wasn't giving enough to everybody like I I would get overwhelmed thinking about I need to send this person a card and this person a gift and I got to get this person this and that I just didn't feel like I could ever give enough you gotta try to lose that you gotta try to uh Realize that you are enough and that sometimes just time with you might be their gift. So let's get into that a little bit. I kind of want to look at the holidays the same way we looked at seasonal affective disorder, um, checking it out from the HELP acronym standpoint. In my opinion, just a few moments ago, we did the education part. We talked about what causes the holiday stress. We talked about the grief, the financial struggles, the family separations, not being with your family, guilt, shame, not feeling good enough. There's your educate. If you're feeling those things, then you're obviously struggling with the holidays. If you're constantly walking around saying this could be Aunt Jenny's last Thanksgiving, You're struggling with the holidays. 
the launch part of this, man. Some of the things that I did that helped me, I remember. I remember planning ahead was huge for me. I had to plan ahead. As first responders, sometimes your Christmas day is on the 24th. Sometimes you're opening presents on the 26th. Sometimes it's it's whatever. You know, I finally got it in my head that it's not so much about the day. It's about who you're with and who you're around. So start planning ahead a little bit. Guess what? Say no. You can say no. You can't go see everybody. You can't do everything. You can't buy everything. You can say no. You can say no and do what you need to do. Sometimes sit back a little bit. Be a little bit selfish. What's going to make you happy? Easier said than done. Continue to maintain some healthy habits. That was hard for me. Because you know, when mental uh, setbacks set in, when we start to get busy, when we start to feel overwhelmed, you know the first thing that we let go? Working out. Walking. When you wake up tomorrow morning late for work, the first thing that goes is your exercise. You still make it to work. You still get your stuff done. You still get home. But the first thing that we happen to let go is our physical. So try your best to maintain those healthy habits during the holidays. Even if it's a walk. Even if it's a good hour power walk. Share your feelings. I know a lot of people this Thanksgiving and Christmas that are going through the holidays with somebody gone. Most recently is my brother, Captain Jason Ware. Um, His loss has been so incredibly difficult on his family, on our friends, and on me. It has been incredible. I think about it almost from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Um, Because one of his daughters is seven, and the exact same age Carly was when she lost her mom. So, talk about it. And I have been. So for you, wherever you're at right now, if you're in your cubicle, if you're on a fire engine, if you're sitting in your police car, military barracks, walking, sitting in a chair, getting ready for the evening, if you are missing somebody this holiday, Reach out to somebody. Talk to them. You would be shocked. Maybe you wouldn't. That they know exactly what you're going through. So talk. You've got to talk. Take breaks. Take a nap. Go off somewhere by yourself. Go for a ride. Don't tell anybody. Just go. Be realistic with yourself. Be realistic over the holidays. Realistically, what can you pay for? Realistically, who can you go see? Realistically, what can you get done? I've said it already. Forget about perfection. Try to relax 
and enjoy the company of those around you. Because that's really what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. But we make this stuff so stressful, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Who's got what? Where am I going? You know, some people don't have anyone around. I get it. However, those are some of the things that I did. I do want to read a quick journal entry that I made. When I sat down to do this podcast, I went back through my journals and I started to look for dates around the holidays when I was struggling the most. And I saw a journalist entry that stuck out to me. So here we go. It's the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm heading home in three hours, I hope. We attempted to eat two times. That didn't happen. We also did CPR two times. One of those times was in the living room during somebody's Thanksgiving dinner. I'm fighting fatigue and my faith after the last 24 hours. I just want to go home and see Carly. I will be thankful today. I like that one. Even though it was during a very hard time, uh, the journal that I kept during my struggles, I remember that day. I remember getting home and before this was even a thing, recognizing how ruthless my night was before. Recognizing I got to go in the house and swap hats. I take off the helmet and put on the dad. Take off the helmet, put on the husband. Take off the helmet, put on the son. Take off the helmet, put on the brother. Take off the helmet, put on the neighbor. You get what I'm saying? Recognizing that helped me. And I just wish back then, because this journal, this entry, is from several, several Thanksgivings ago. But I love how I said I will be thankful today. And I want y'all to be thankful as well. I want you to really try your best to think about balance, to think about self-care. And for the folks who are missing people, remember this. They would never, ever, ever want you to be a shell of who you were. They would want you to be the things about them that you love the most. We've already talked about that in previous episodes. If somebody could come back for 300 seconds, for five minutes, they would say, live hard. Live your life. Do the things you love. Do not sit here and be broken for me. Please. Folks, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope something that I said helped. I've got a lot of people that reach out to me at Operation Yellow Tape that struggle during the holidays, and I talk to each and every one of them. Thank you for the DMs. Thank you for sharing your story. But remember, it's very easy to sit there and say there are mental health problems their mental health struggles. You have them, I have them, we have them. It's easy to say that because everybody's saying it. Mental health is the hot topic. Who has the best um, story? 
who is who has who has it the worst whose presentation brings you the tears whose podcast brings you the tears like supposedly mine did two episodes ago I, I don't like to hear that but that's not what we're striving for what we need is proactive practices to get better we know their struggles folks everybody's a mental health advocate these days everybody's screaming and playing the powerpoints and the bombs and the and the stuff and the videos we know it but i even asked them what are you doing besides selling the story are you giving people resources i spent 21 years in this uniform we need to all give folks the resources Even you listening right now, you may say, I'm not a first responder. I'm not a therapist. What kind of resource can I give? You can tell them what's worked for you and what didn't work for you. Folks, I'm going to ask you to uh, subscribe and leave me a review of the podcast if you want. You can also give me a follow at Kenny Mitchell Fire on Instagram. If you haven't signed up for the podcast, please do at KennyMitchellJr.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It drops. We've got some proactive practices. We talks about the swag sales. It talks about where I'm going to be speaking at in the future, upcoming events. Again, sign up there. I also have a uh, have a pre-order going on for my, my OIT sweatshirts. I'm excited about that. Be the first run of sweatshirts I've ever done. I printed three about a year ago, and uh, people just reached out. And like, man, where do I get one at? I'm like, holy crap, maybe I need sweatshirts. So if you go to the links in my bio on Instagram, you can click on that and pre-order until the 22nd of this month. What else? Reach out. Ask for support. Keep showing up. Hammer the I believe button. And hammer the I bet on me button. You are loved and you're needed. And sometimes during these holidays, we don't feel like that. But let me tell you, you are. Folks, there are too many of us to ever feel alone. Thank you for joining the Operation Yellow Tape Podcast 4, Episode 4. And until next time, walk with me.